You are now listening to the Paper Cuts Comic Podcast with Dean DeFalco, Dan Ryan, Evan Goldstein, and Matt Munch. For the comic podcast with the most personality this side of the galaxy, it'll always be Paper Cuts. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, announcer guy, and thank you for checking out the Paper Cuts Podcast. I am your host, Dan Ryan. This is issue 68 of the show. It doesn't seem like we have been doing it uh, long enough to be at 68 issues yet. Nevertheless, here we are. Joining me this week is Mr. Evan Goldstein. Hi. Mr. Dean DeFalco. They quit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Matthew Much. Titanic was called the Ship of Dreams. And it was. It should have been the Ship of Nightmares, am I right, huh? huh? The Ship huh? of Nightmares. Do you get uh? it? Because they're dead. Anyway. Wow. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers? I, the Titanic just arrived. Better late than never. Aw, damn it, Matt. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. Well, or was no, that was the first Ghostbusters, right? No, it's yeah. 2. Anyway. No. Uh, <laughs> so a lot oh, sorry, of comic no. books came out this week. Uh, a lot of really good ones. I had a good time uh, reading most of the books this week. Evan, I know that, uh, that you hate uh, Mike Allred's artwork, which is uh, a crime. Uh, but we're going to save that for a little bit. We're going to start off. War crime. We're going to start off with Poison Ivy. A Cycle of Life and Death, number one, written by Amy Chu, with art by Clay Mann. Uh, so, yeah, this is a, uh, a Poison Ivy miniseries, uh, six issues. I'm not going to read any more of it. Really? I didn't you, don't, you, it. you didn't want to find out the inner workings of the good girl Poison Ivy? No, no, I, I really couldn't give a flying fuck less. Um it's a shame because the art really good. The art, art was, was really good. like really good. Clayman's art. art was was great. Clayman, like we just had a Mega Man episode. Uh, it's Clayface actually. <laughs> yeah, he's Clay a DC face. villain. <laughs> oh shit! Um, and Ariola apparently. Yes. Clay. <laughs> the uh, the artwork I thought was really really good. Like the storytelling was really good. The characters all looked really cool. Um, I thought his Harley uh, was really good. I like Har- I like the way he did Harleen. I mean her. Yeah, know, she, her, like, she looked normal. Like a, her IRL. Uh, yes. I forgot that she had a normal side. <laughs> she doesn't. She yeah. was faking. That's her disguise. Yeah. That's the funny part. Get it? Because waka waka. That's waka, called waka. juxtaposition. <laughs> what did you just is. call me? What? <laughs> it's calling you out, Evan. Called you a bitch. Anywho. I don't think that's true. <laughs> but the uh, the story. Like, here's the thing. Nothing in this book was bad. It's not a bad story. I just didn't care. It was, it was like day in life. And who the fuck wants to read that? Yeah. If, like, if they had moved the ending, like that ending image a up closer. a little bit and yeah. uh-huh. added to it, maybe. Like, it, like, there was just no point in caring up until the last page. Right. Like, they're, they're spoilers, but... Uh, Poison Ivy, Dr. Pamela Isley, is uh, back working at a genetic engineering place. Uh, She's, you know, back being a scientist and spends an inordinate amount of time in the issue uh, talking about how she is not human anymore. uh, And she doesn't really understand humans, uh, understand humans. She is much happier being with the plants and she is of the green, uh, which is that new? That's it. Oh, well, I think I, so. I guess they're trying to play on a swamp thing side of it. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was wondering. Like green. Not there... No, he denied it. He denied the green. Yeah. yeah. Remember the, when the zombie the attacked arc. the yeah. zombie? Oh, was that the canonical? Zombie. I thought so. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, are we are we well, tying in poison ivy with swamp thing? Because well, then she, there's something pretty cool. Like, if she there's has a whole shown up, I think in thing. the last run and. He did end up uh, kind of renouncing his greenliness because he went up against the council and he was like, fuck y'all. I do what I want. That Swamp thing, bitches. His greenliness. I'm his sorry. greenliness. He's now well, brown. But like if, if Poison Ivy is going to be. He's a the Green be... Party. Oh. <laughs> Ralph Nader. Here big, we come. Big Ralph Nader fan. Um, sorry. No, no. that's That was good. If she's going to be like the Avatar of the Green, there's something interesting there. But this story didn't do anything, like, other than 
she's working at this place. She has a mentor. She's the only woman she trusts. And it was like three pages in. I was like, all right, well, she's going to die. Like, <laughs> dun, dun, why don't dun. we just telegraph that a little bit more? So needless to say, her mentor ends up murdered at the end of murder most foul. And but it's just like a, a broken coffee mug and like her life essence has been sucked out of her body and then it's like bah join us in a month oh, you see that no. i i, uh, I eh. it's the plant yeah she was i thought she was made part plant i don't know sort of look plant like. uh, yeah i think she was messing with her own serums and stuff and yeah yeah, yeah um, maybe i like the art was gorgeous I really, really, like, I loved the art in this book. I thought it was phenomenal and is probably the only reason that I actually even finished the book because I, I just didn't care. The like, points, there was no drama. Well, okay, well, the, the the drama between her and Harley was comical. Like, I don't know if they were trying to you know, make me feel that <laughs> they're, being, they're betraying each other in some way, shape, or form, but it was just funny. Well, was, Harley was butthurt because she wants to go do stupid shit, and the fucking Pam's like, "Nah, I'm, I'm done with that. I, I want to do my own thing. I want, I want to make plants. We're going All legit. Right. I mean, <laughs> science bros. Well, Poison Ivy's sort of a, an interesting character, like uh, the the remade Mister Freeze, where you know, it, she's not particularly bad. She just does. She's things just for drawn her own. that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Roger okay. Rabbit. Great, yeah, thank you. No, mm -hmm. but she she does she has reasons for what she does. She's not like a hundred percent bad like the Joker. No rhyme or reason to anything, or just <laughs> fucked up. She she has reasoning. It's just it's more because she's siding with the plants, and those the reason she still thinks is to meet her own means, not because she's doing it to piss people off or to hurt people. She's chaotic neutral. Yeah, there you go. But not this version. No, this is this. This is version just is weird. just a scientist. Yeah, and that's that's I think kind of a turnoff to the book. You're kind of hurting the character to that point. But now the reason for her being a scientist is dead. Right. So so uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I do like yeah. I do like the only reference to the Joker in the book though. I that made me laugh. Mm. Yeah. He's not he's not a psychopath. <laughs> he's psychotic, and there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. I don't know. It gets a uh, a hard meh from me. I, I think people that like the character might be interested in the book, but I, I don't know. You know, just being a general fan of Batman, this didn't really have enough to kind of make me want to read more. I don't think we were the target audience. Probably not. No. Maybe oh, well. people who like the Suicide Squad and stuff, just stronger female leads might like this. Yeah, well, or just... I, And that, that was kind of the thing. Like, I didn't find her to be too strong of a lead. I don't know. I, she's, I just, she's lost at this moment. She's trying to go from what she was to what she wants to be. Yeah. And then the chaos that is Harley comes in and, and reminds her of what she used to be. And she's on that tear. She's on that, that weird sort of high trying to fix her life. And then the only reason she's fixing her life is dead. Wait, so, so Evan, did, did you like the book? I did. I enjoyed it. Okay. I mean, oh, it, it wasn't like fucking right home about, but <laughs> I did like what I expected way worse than what it actually was. Oh yeah. Like, like I said, I don't think that this was bad. <coughs> I, it just didn't do anything for me, you know, but yeah. uh, it's a wonderful thing about comics. <laughs> comics are wonderful things. Because comics are wonderful things. Okay. Moving on to book number two, uh, for the week devolution. Number one, uh, because I know some people have said de-evolution, but there's only one E. So I believe that's devolution. Number one, either way, it's a new book out from Dynamite Entertainment, uh, written by Rick Remender, art by Jonathan Wayshack, and cover by uh, the Stone Age gamer Chris Randazzo's favorite artist in the world, Jay Lee. This book uh, really kind of uh, circumvented my expectations because what does it that seemed... Mean? <laughs> it, it went around them. It went around them. I thought, like, just looking at the cover... Um, because the, all I knew of this book, like I didn't read the, the synopsis or anything. I just saw, oh, look, it looks like zombies, but it's Rick Remender. Good enough. I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, I didn't really want to read a new book about zombies because, uh, you know, there's plenty of that. Well, weren't and, you surprised then? 
I was because it starts off and it's kind of like, all right, there's some zombie things. And no, 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 no. Oh, I These say guys nay, nay. Are saying Gruga. <laughs> and from what I know of my historic ancient languages, Gruga is That's Neanderthal for get the fuck down, bitch. I'm going to eat you. So. It's cavemen. I was so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Neanderthals. So the story of devolution is one that kind of hits near and dear to my heart a little bit. And then, like our show, comes off the rails in a big, bad way. Uh <laughs> It's it, like Rick Remender litters this book in the very beginning pages with just social commentary upside your head with a baseball bat. He it's says shit almost too much. Okay. It's, it it almost. is almost too much. This is the, the best introduction to an apocalyptic future I have ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> so he talks about how humans are basically scumbags. Yes. And... We love war yes. and, and shit. hate our planet Yes, and want to just destroy things because we're greedy, greedy, fuck, piggy, piggies. Check. And <laughs> so people, like, they're in the middle of a war and there's nuclear weapons uh, that are dropped and that doesn't stop the war. People mm. keep fucking fighting uh, because mostly, you know religion and i was like i'm with you rick and then he says so they checked every he checked everything he checked every box every box made a list and just went right down it he even checked it twice (laughs) he certainly did he knew who was naughty and who was not (laughs) so so here's where it comes off the rails a bit though really is coming to town You think this is where I went off the rails? No, yeah, I, I, I thought the Hulk Hogan guy with the mustache was. Where oh no, that guy was off. awesome. Um, I it was already every, off the rails. At that every point? Apo- apocalyptic yeah, future to have a Nazi Hulk Hogan, um, <laughs> or it, just is it, Hulk isn't Hogan. That, isn't I mean, that really. redundant? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, it's just Hulk Hogan. Um, so the scientists of the world uh, get together and create uh, an agent uh, called Devo Eight. DVO8, and what it does is it isolates the part of the brain that believes in religion and de-evolves it. I like that. So that that it's not there. There's one particular spot. There's a panel. For for religion. There is a panel on page 11 of a scientist standing around other scientists with a big stick pointing at the part of the brain. It's like, here it is. That's where the fucking religion is. It's right in there. That's where See it's hiding, spot? guys. It's highlighted. We found it. Isolate the part of the brain associated with belief. Well, there is a spot they can stimulate that'll make you feel like you might have had a... a uh... Matt, don't you get scientific on us. This is this is a no-science show. All right. Science Keep it strictly fart jokes and, and boobs. Which we got in this book. Yeah. Yeah. No shit, right? We're getting there. Hold on. Okay. So, Courtesy breasts. (laughs) So the scientists uh, isolate and find a way to destroy people's belief uh, in religions. And Rick Remender, uh, in a relatively smart move, I suppose, doesn't just pick one religion. Uh, He's not like, hey, Catholics, fuck you. It's all religions. All religions are bad. All religions are to blame. So... Uh, they deploy the uh, the agent of the cosmos into <laughs> the world, and of course, and you everything know, went according to plan, and the book ended. <laughs> right, it was a very very short series. Well, I mean, remember one efficient guy, like like most uh, medical things. Like if you ever watch uh, you know TV late at night, they're like, hey, feeling depressed? Take this medicine for depression. Side effect. BT dubs might cause depression. What the fuck? If you have suicidal tendencies, don't may take, cause death. Don't take this pill that may make you feel suicidal. It's very strange. So, so he took it up a notch. We'll just say so that. He took it up a notch. And not only does this agent de-evolve your belief center, but it just de-evolves you back into a Neanderthal. And it doesn't just work on humans, it works on dogs and cats and mice and insects and every living thing just de-the-fuck-evolves back into caveman times. But 
the silver lining in the playbook is Boobs. that the air oh, sorry. <laughs> he does say that the air cleared up, the wars stopped, and the world kind of took back over. Except for this little pocket of humans that is run by a Nazi Hulk Hogan. And they have a, a Chinese doctor because racism and he sneaks out with a lady mm-hmm. and they start making out and courtesy boobs, as Matt said. Like they're, 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 oh, they're so real. I think that's what he said or something like that. It's uh, <laughs> she uh, she refers to his uh, to his penis as not being attached to a giant redneck idiot. So it'll do. And then she says in a in in the act of taking off her top and says like and these and uh, his that, responses yep. wow <laughs> they were drawn rather well I'll give them that it, they certainly were they certainly were um, but then the Neanderthals show up and it looks like they hit this guy in the dick with a stop sign <laughs> I was gonna yeah. ask that question did anybody else think he got circumcised uh, yeah. with a stop sign just missed <laughs> I mean just that, missed. That is a great sentence to be able to say. A Neanderthal hit this young Asian man in the dick with a stop sign. Listen, if I could fit that in the title card, I would. (laughs) We just make it into an acronym. (laughs) See if people can figure it out. (laughs) Uh, You know, chaos ensues uh, from there. Doctor runs away. Uh, This is all happening in flashback because the uh, the main character of the story, Raja, uh, she is a girl who does not believe in religion. Uh, she's doing, she's trying to save humanity. There's apparently a cure for this uh, agent in San Francisco. She's trying to get to San Francisco. She's doing it despite her father, who is a religious Fucking man. Dad. She Fuck. says, "I'm, I'm doing this not because of God, but I'm doing this to show my father that there is no God coming to save us." And I was like, All right, like I'm with you. This. This book, excuse me. Um, oh, it wasn't just a thing that all the atheists didn't de-evolve because they didn't believe in God. I don't like. I don't oh, know. Oh like, shit, that's that's interesting. No, because, because then Mister Fucking Alabama probably would have been de-evolved himself. Yeah, no, maybe was, he's just a no. He was already so. de-evolved. La- later yeah. on in the sciencey part, after the where the the chick in the spacesuit, mm-hmm. it's it's not about. It's not about God anymore. <laughs> no. It is mutated or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and that's that's where I was going next. Like, so they so this this book kind of goes through this, and we we meet redneck Nazi Hulk Hogan, and they like shoot a horse for food, and uh, I'm gonna know, marry you, brother. Yeah, he comes out and he's like, I'm gonna marry you, um, <laughs> and then there's astronauts. Yep. There's yeah, astronauts, that, that, that and was weird. one of them. <laughs> Is contaminated, and she she pulls a uh, Tim Robbins from the Red Planet, uh, floats herself back out into space, and takes her helmet off. But instead of like what is so charming in that movie, where his face just kind of freezes a bit, she implodes. No, well, she turns. She turns. Like, her helmet never comes turns. off, dude. No, she, she opens it a little bit. She oh, opened it in the con- she? To, to, she opened yeah. it while she was being de- decontaminated. The alarms went off. They said, you're fucked. She said, okay, I'm out. Closed I'm up out. and left. She closed up and, and floated into space. And then she de-evolved <laughs> in space. And, like, the last things, like, you see of her, Grogger, and she's floating. She's Simeon-like. She's got a helmet on. And yeah, and she's going back to Earth. Oh, that bitch is dead. You never know. How did she get infected in space? I have no That's idea. That's the mystery. That's, That's why we'll the... have to we'll have to read next month. I, I I'm out. I'm I don't Are really you? know if I want to do this. <laughs> I really don't know if I want to get into this. I want to see how much they more they can like fucking say no to religion. I'm curious. <laughs> I, I want to see how many times they can say shit in one page. There's a lot of that on the. First I was actually. I think there was a fuck in there too, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that was a good one. The uh, the it struck me the very first line of dialogue spoken in this book. Hold on, uh, there's uh, there's some some uh, thought bubbles uh, going or some some exposition boxes uh, explaining what's happening, mm-hmm. and then the the very first two sentences spoken in the book are "Come on, thank fuck." I was that like, was yep, it. This book is for me. <laughs> it's almost well, it almost says dedicated to Dan Ryan 
of the Paper Cuts <laughs> podcast on the welcome in welcome. the Indicia. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean, just and I like the the welcome to Nevada poster that's there is fucking. Uh, it's awesome. It's a, I dug it. I enjoyed this book. I do want to know what happens. I enjoyed the shit out of this book. I, I have know. no I mean, idea what's eh, going to happen. It, it's it was all right. I I just I don't I don't know if I want to do another one. I I can see how this book is very much like I would give it a strong recommendation with the caveat that you're probably not going to like it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> how do you what, All right, so where does that fall on a scale of 1 to meh? <laughs> That's like Seven. somebody else's thumb. <laughs> Up. I thought it was great. I, but I can totally see how somebody would read this book and go, you know, I like that Remender guy, but what the fuck was that about? <laughs> There's also the problem that the entire premise is flawed because evolution is not a linear progression, but it's adaptation oh, Matt, to Matt, an environment. Matt, di- dial back <laughs> what? science. I felt like you just read that from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a very but That's maybe out of my highly evolved brain. <laughs> See? No, we and came from monkeys and we're going back with. to monkeys. That's it. <laughs> well, sort of, but it's not God, there's a documentary I'll recommend to you, Evan, off okay. the air. Okay. Um Planet of the Apes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like you it. You damn dirty Okay. So uh, Charlton Heston. Rest in peace. Anyway. So what um, Matt, what did you he's think? He's dead, right? I thought it was pretty good. I do want to know what happens. I enjoyed the art. They had courtesy breasts. <laughs> uh, you know, it's good stuff. It's different. That's important. Yes, this is true. It is different. All right, so three out of four. I would, four. I would point somebody's thumb up for this book. <laughs> not your own thumb, though. No, apparently not. It's just like highly recommended with tremendous caveat, it seems. <laughs> Two Nazi Hulk Hogan thumbs up. That's Ooh, right. Yeah. To, never mind. I'm just going to stop. Good call. Um, moving on. Uh, a book that I I can't imagine any of us didn't like it. Captain Marvel number one. Written by Tara Butters. Wait, what? Art by we Chris were supposed, we were supposed to read, read that? that? Oh, fuck. What, oh, no, shit. I, I actually read it. I didn't realize that was on the on our Damn list. It, we were supposed to read Pencilhead, weren't we? Yeah. That's the one I fucking didn't read. Dude, right, they were hookers. <laughs> okay. Why'd you look, read it? I'll look at it in a minute. I'm dude, trying to be boobs. like, oh, good dude, boobs, you will, looking boobs. at this book, they you will get absolutely boobs. nothing. Okay, good. <laughs> well, Evan, let's <laughs> talk about Captain Marvel number one real quick. Okay. I'm sorry. No. I fucked up. It was fucking awesome. I typed out the list. <laughs> I know. I didn't look. <laughs> I love this podcast so much. <laughs> Nowhere on it did it have Captain Marvel number one. I mean, I read I it too. I forgot because I was so excited. You read it too, Matt? Yeah. Why am I the only person that followed the rules this week? (laughs) Because you're just a good rule-following guy. We followed the Ice King from Adventure Time. Does that count? You want to talk about that? (laughs) I had some time. I was waiting for you guys to get on Skype, and I was like, "Oh, look, Captain Marvel number one. I'll check that out." Ooh, she's in front of the page. Talk about it. I'm gonna go look at my phone for a few minutes. (laughs) All right. It was really fucking good. Yeah. It was. I fucking loved this book a lot. It was good, and it was better than the previous two series. Holy shit, and they were pretty good. But this, I thought, like, I was a little leery of, like, all right, the Alpha Flight space program. Like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> slow, all right. <laughs> slow the fuck down there. It's a but whole new universe, Dan. It's a whole new universe. You're absolutely right, Matt. And this worked so goddamn well. Like, Puck was there, and I didn't hate him. Oh, like How have you ever hated Puck? Because he's, he's always been written so shittily. He's a fun character, but I thought he was really great in this book. Like, they gave some some feeling to the character of, like, part of him being so short and being so fucking massively deformed is that he says, you know, like, everything hurts. And it's like, oh, shit. That fuck, like, there's some real, like, pathos to that character now. He's got right? feelings. He's got feelings, man. And so wait, we just assume that midgets and/or dwarves or little people don't have feelings? No, kind of. I never considered him a little person. He's just a guy that's wider than he is tall. I've never given it much thought, to be honest. He's a superhero. He's a superhero. He doesn't feel pain. <laughs> Shit, man. No. So okay, 
um, Carol Danvers uh, signs on to be the leader of the new Alpha Flight space program. She has taken a two-year position up in space. She's going to be on the space station uh, with the other members of Alpha Flight, so Puck and Sasquatch and Aurora. I think those were the only three that they mentioned. And mm-hmm. Brand. Or, well, Agent Brand, yeah. Um, formerly of S.W.O.R.D. in the previous universe. S.W.O.R.D. Uh, <laughs> sword. I don't but quite. I don't quite understand the idea of taking a two-year position with the written intent of it feeling confining when she can just fly through space without right. even so much as a suit. Right. Like you'll have the job, sure, but <laughs> you're not stuck on the station. Right. No, and and she, you know, she kind of throws that right into everybody's face, like right away of like, no, I'm going to get out here and I'm going to mix it up. And there's there's an attack. There's some meteors that are shot at them um, that should not have been like there's no way that the meteor should have been like been coming to the space station. It wasn't just meteors. It was a thing. There was something behind it. Well, yeah. And it turns out that it's the, the cleaning crew are being assholes. Uh, good diplomatic negotiations and whatnot have, have gone am- awry. And she just gets out there and she fucks some shit up. And then the space station ship thing at the end shows up uh, after she steals rocket or stops Rocket Raccoon from stealing a nuke. Because uh, why not? Always a um, good plan. It was, it was a great plan. Um, but as she gets out there and this, this big giant, like, fuck off spaceship shows off at the end and starts shooting at him and she rips open the door and like busts in and and there's just a bunch of skeletons and a Captain Marvel insignia and that's where the book ends like it went by super quick and I'm super compelled the art was fucking awesome in this book it reminded me so much of Invincible yeah like yeah. if you guys read Invincible like ah oh god I just I thought this was awesome so the, an- so the answer great. to the final question is, yes, you do want to know what happens next? I do want to know what happens next. I am really stoked for this book. I what did you guys know think? what happens, too. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, 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 she was always like a, a secondary character for me. Like She was always a part of a team. I never really concentrated on her as a, as a main character. But this story was enthralling. Like they did a really good job of writing for her. Super compelling. Yeah. Like super, super compelling. I'm really excited about it. All right. I, awesome. Personally, I wish somebody else had drawn it, but that's just me. Really? Yeah. I don't like that style. Yeah. Billy D. Williams should have drawn it. <laughs> yeah. Billy D. Williams should have. What? <laughs> wow. Wow. What? There is one image <laughs> that I, I was, you know, flipping through, flipping through it. And there's one panel. It's on page 19. That is the goofiest looking. Ver- <laughs> I, she looks cross-eyed. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting to it. Get to page nineteen. Oh, that was that was one of the things. The art was inconsistent. Yes. The uh, the the bottom right hand <laughs> panel where yes. she's so worried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's messed up. That's, <laughs> that's that's not a great example. But the rest of the book, I really enjoyed the way to, the way it looked. But all right, so Captain Marvel gets uh, three out of three. And uh, Dean would have made it a four out of four. But uh, <laughs> Billy Dean Williams drawn it. Billy Dean Williams. Um, Dean, why don't you take over uh, hosting duties for the next couple of minutes while I peruse Pencilhead number one? So Pencilhead was this uh, fabulous book uh, about about nothing. It was a misdirect. His head was normal. Yeah, his head was normal. Uh, if 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 you looked at the cover and were like, man, I can't re- wait to read about this guy whose head is a pencil. Nope, doesn't happen. He does have an abnormally tall head. It's a tall head. But <laughs> not a pencil. Not a pencil. We, you never know what happens at issue two, okay? Yeah, I, all right. So What just, happens next? Real quick, uh, if, if you open this book and you're like, what the fuck? You're, you're, you are totally correct. I, it, it is a five-issue miniseries about I, I have no idea what. It's it's about a comic book artist who who just... Uh, Doesn't like his disenchanted. job. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely disenchanted. Uh, you his know, name is Poodwaddle. Po- po- is it Poodwaddle? Po- yes. Poodwaddle. Yeah. Poodwaddle. Oh, I just got to the boobs. Those aren't good. No, no. no but there's th- like three, but, three of them. Oh, I just got to the second set. Those are worse. 
but that, that that's there's a point about that. <laughs> you know, they, they, they Ooh, it, there's reasons for those boobs being so bad. It's for the later the on comment. Um, <laughs> Why can't we discuss work in a normal setting? Like yeah, the yeah. Shop. I mean, the, the whole book is just uh, filled with little jokes about like life <laughs> in general, and I, I mean, I guess just the comic, what the comic book in- industry could be like if it was just insanely over, over. Um, All right, they do take the actual managerial aspects of the comic book industry and make them caricatures. Oh yeah, like yeah. I. I, I <laughs> don't think it's like that but this, i obviously uh you know it it probably has some half truths to it which uh, i thought were funny um this is more of the indie scene this isn't corporate r- comics no yeah uh happy happy times comics is that it that was yeah. is that yes. that's the one that he works at and then the one that his buddy works at is like a fucking laughy something <laughs> com- i don't fucking know whatever just fucking it's ridiculous this whole book is ridiculous like um I, <laughs> Again, I, I went into this, like, in my head saying, like, ah, this is going to be silly. This is going to be fucking silly. And that's exactly what I got is a silly book about a guy named Poodwaddle and his buddy Luthias, and they're being chased by some weird goblin. Yeah. Goblin. Well, they... Sh- Shadow muskrat. Thing. <laughs> yes. They had... They were on the run because they were directly responsible for the death of the stripper. Who apparently the, the the lieutenant of the police department knows. He knows there was foul play. He straight up believes it was murder. Like they purposely threw a hamburger at her so she would slip on it and crack her neck. Okay. Uh, did oh, anyone... she slipped? I thought they hit her with it. Well, uh, I don't. Is it? Could it be that hard of a hit? No, she <laughs> choked on the burger. Depends on how old no, the burger I was, I bite. suppose. Keep that thing away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she choked on it. She mm-hmm. choked. Yeah, because uh, she was the one upside down. Because you could see the hangy boob. Got it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That uh, that. This, all right, this book was just something Weird. else. It was like, awesome. I really yeah, enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I I liked it. This 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 was my like book of the week. Like just absolute really? insanity all over it. Oh, wow. it, it wasn't. It, it's definitely not a normal comic. If you're looking for superheroes, <laughs> look elsewhere. Oh no, this isn't it. <laughs> Because they ain't in this book. <laughs> Unless he turns into Pencilhead, then maybe. Yeah, but that would, turn be, into Pencilhead. that would be issue two, and we're not there yet. So Okay. Yet. Yet. I, I, this this reminds... It's like uh, Crumb mixed with like, yeah. uh, Mad Max type of fucking weird shit. Oh, the over-the-top art was like the best part of it, just fucking ridiculous just oh every part of it like, oh, like everything over, was exaggerated yeah over everything. just to, to a new level man from mars my favorite part broken clarinet <laughs> whipping it out i'm like oh man new york subway for the win i like the fact that everybody in authority's head is inside their collar like they yeah. have no, yeah. neck, no neck like their ears go straight to their shoulders <laughs> That's how I mean, that works, right? I, well, yeah. I mean, if you're a boss, your neck disappears and then your ears lower. That's Good what know. happens. That's how you know you're a boss. And your pants go higher. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, Fred Mertz. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I Just flipping through this, I like it because, like, that's the way that I draw. So I was <laughs> like, oh, it looks, looks like I can do this, too. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It was, yeah, it I, was interesting. It seems like something I would have been into, and I'm now I'm sorry that I fucked up and read the wrong thing. Well, the I mean, good I'm not news is sorry, you can still read it. I can. I'm going to when no, we're done. No, no, Dan, I'm going to <laughs> knock that book out of your hand and light it on fire. <laughs> wow. That, that sounds like something that might have happened in the course of this book. Did anybody read the backup, the preview? No, the power lines? Was yeah. it good? No. It no. didn't look good. Glad I didn't read it. No. <laughs> it was about four, four or five black kids riding into what appears to be a white neighborhood to tag everything. Oh. <clears throat> That sounds, there was some uh, bullshit about some s- space shit and, and magnetic field at the beginning. A mysterious power line is revealed, and it looks like a triangle. But they, they say it just went away, and then we start talking about black guys who spray paint. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word. It's written by James Robinson, though, wasn't it? Uh, it might be. Like, he's good. Okay. Usually. Actually, it's written by Jimmy Robinson. Oh, I don't know if that's the... Jimmy uh, Jam Robinson. I like it. I don't, I don't know. know if that's the same person. It's an image book, so. Well, maybe I'll skip that one. Well, All read right. Pencilhead. 
All right, I will. All right, back to me. Do it. Thanks, announcer guy. Welcome to issue 60. Oh, sorry. We already did that bit. Last book of the evening uh, was my favorite book of the week. Okay. Silver Surfer number one. I am, I am so happy that with all of the changes that happened in the Marvel Motherfucking Universe. Motherfucking Silver Surfer is all right. Silver Surfer is still Dan Slott and Mike Allred. He's all right. All right, they, all right. Can, can I ask a question or two? It's serious. Like, I'm seriously asking them. I'm not trying to be sarcastic or a dick in any way, shape, or form. Go ahead. I love when lines of questioning start this way. When yes. did Silver Surfer become Doctor Who? In issue one of yes. the last series. That's yeah. right. Okay. Why is he visibly endangering this poor woman? Because yeah, that's well, what the good doctor does. Well, no, no, that's, that's what, what that's, Doctor Who does. Right. Silver Surfer has this utmost respect for human life. No. Not this this Silver Surfer <laughs> is the doctor. Okay. It's it's like, I, if if you could stand the art, I would say go back and... I read it. it. I read no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean the, the, uh, the last series. Okay. Is it going to be the Silver Surfer that's supposed to be Silver Surfer? Or is no. it going to be Doctor Who? It's going to be Doctor mm-hmm. Who. Okay, then why would I read a Silver Surfer book when I could, there's fucking like 72 different Doctor Who books out no, there? No, no, read, read read this. It's better. This this is the best Doctor Who book on the stands. Yes. Like not And not for nothing, I say and that. And it's shame I was looking for a Silver Surfer book. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, you look, get Galactus at one point, I think, maybe. Oh, but, but here's the thing. Silver Surfer as a character is really cool. Amazing. <laughs> he's an awesome character. But the the character has never been able to sustain a solo series. So quick, let's jump on the Doctor Who bandwagon. Listen, it's the perfect opening, though. They literally had an opening of Marvel. Instead of being like, no, not going to work, they were like, fuck it, let's do it. And you know what? Pretty good. Dan Slott, four they thumbs actually- up. Put an image of Doctor Who in this book. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get to that bit. Spoilers, right. man. Sorry. Shit. Sorry. 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 So, sorry. yeah, this this book remains very much the best Doctor Who book being written today. Um, because, I mean, really, honestly, the Silver Surfer is a character, like, is a great character. But there's not a lot there to maintain an ongoing series. So what Dan Slott did with this last run was pretty much just make it Doctor Who. And there was still a lot of the... I mean, it was still a very, very much a Silver Surfer book. Like, the respect and the the reverence that Norrin Rad has for all forms of life was really on display, like, throughout... I think it was 13 issues was yeah. the last... The yeah. last run. I, if if I'm not mistaken, I mean he's sort of against taking her for a good chunk of the first issue, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah like he resists of the it and last thirteen, the last, the first issue of the last series. Yes. yes. Okay. Because brother know, practically drags her out of the house. <laughs> but yeah. that's later on. I'm sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, Dan Slott did do a really good job of of keeping it very very in line with the traditional Silver Surfer storytelling, but expanding it to a book that, you know, more than like three people gave a shit about. So this book reboots, same creative team, Dan Slott and Mike Allred, and there is an attack. Uh, the Well, the people of, uh, of Earth are threatened by the Hordax, uh, which made me happy because it's kind of like He-Man and Hordak. Um <laughs> So, you know, that's the thing. There wasn't a single original idea in this book. Evan, shut up. Don't, that don't might hate be it. true. Shut the fuck up, Evan. I'm sorry. So the uh, the Hordax, they, uh, they take over all the televisions and uh, all the media, and they say, people of Earth, we are going to, uh, to rob you of your, uh, your – we're going to plunder your planet of its greatest resource. And uh, it, resistance is futile, basically. And then Norm Rack comes in and he's like, bow, bitch slap your dumb ass. <laughs> Kazao Kazak uh, is the the uh, preferred onomatopoeia used here. <laughs> it's, uh, the Hordak go running. Uh, Dawn, his companion, the doctor's companion in this, uh, this series, uh, taps on the TV screen that they are broadcasting to Earth. And she's like, hey, dad. Hey, sister. What's up? 
We'll be home soon. Uh, the Silver Surfers kicking ass, taking names. They fly back to Earth. Uh, while they have been gone, Dawn has missed uh, her birthday. She's missed Christmas. She's missed uh, Thanksgiving, Halloween, like all the holidays. She's been gone for like a year. And uh, her twin sister is now pregnant. She missed her sister's wedding. Uh, but they do have the same haircut because, you know, twins. Love and your hair. <laughs> they, have a, uh, they have a party for her because Dawn announced that she was coming back. So her, her father and her sister uh, put together a new Hollow Givings Birthmas party, uh, which is pretty sweet. And they sit down. They eat a lot of food. Uh, Norn Rad has a, a pretty great line. Uh, I've had turkey before, Reg Greenwood, but never corn like that. It was candy corn, Norrin. Like that. It's just fucking funny. I like that. Um, oh, man. <laughs> whatever. Shut up. Um, and then they're like, oh, and sweet. We fucking put The Wizard of Oz on the DVR. And uh, Silver Surfer's like, nah, man. I'm fucking out. <laughs> I don't want to watch that movie again. And her response is kind of the perfect response to movies like that of, yes, you've seen the movie before, but have you ever seen it with someone and the very next panel is the silver surfer his companion dawn her father and her twin sister singing the wizard of oz song like i, I kind of wanted uh john ever, stewart oh, to be there there was like really fucking high like from half baked being like yeah have you ever seen the wizard of oz on we <laughs> didn't happen though but still yeah it was a really endearing moment i actually like that that whole that one part was like was that was awesome. Yeah, that was really good. Well, that's all thrown asunder when Clara realizes that the. I, I'm sorry. Um, what's this girl's name? Dawn. Uh, it's it's Rose. Uh, when Rose realizes that the it's TV's Martha melting. Donna. Yeah, so so shit starts River? coming off the rails in a big bad way. All of the uh, all of the entertainment, all of the media that the Earth has uh, produced starts getting sucked up like into into the ether and in a panel that I thought was really awesome that Marvel let him get away with it there is uh, I mean he owns the character but there's like I was gonna three ask this images question. of madman like I, I, I was like so he's not a Marvel guy <laughs> but he's Mike Allred's character so he can put him in there madman was fucking dope go read those books do you think but that like, they got oh, licensing for all the imagery that that the aliens were no because i, I don't think so because it, it was parody not, okay. yeah and, Calls parody yeah, okay. Law, yeah yeah okay and wasn't the um correct me if i'm wrong you're wrong i think i am the the panel that has madman on it there's a kid in the music store that has a black t-shirt with a yellow arrow pointing up yes that is a reference to something right uh, i don't know I don't Most know. of the things were references. This book okay. was riddled this with book, references, yeah. so yes, okay. I'm going to say yes. I'm sure it was. Like, my first thought was Mage, which is an older book, but that was like a lightning bolt, so it's not that. But um, I fucking somebody who listens Google to that this, shit, yo. email us. You know, <laughs> the, what is our email, Dean? Mail at geekade.com. Okay. Uh, fuck you. I'm not going to get it wrong. Never again. <laughs> Mail at geekade.com if you know what that, that fucking arrow was. I think it, I, I can see... Anyway, so Surfer comes up and like all the shit's getting sucked up into the uh, into the ether, and the Hordaks are there, but it's not the the scientists that the Silver Surfer beat up before. It is the military wing of the Hordaks Empire, and the ball that was on the spaceship that was sucking up all of Earth's creativity, uh, he uses it. The leader of the Hordaks uses it to. Uh, imbue their soldiers with the power of our fiction. And okay. First All right, so so we got to start. Let's see how many of these we can get. Okay, so the very first panel, stop me if I'm wrong here, okay? Okay. I see Tron. Yes. A ninja. Yes. Harry Potter. Yes. The Professional. Yes. Doctor Who. Yes. James Bond. Okay, I, I couldn't really tell that one because the, the speech bubble was in the way, I thought. Right. But yes. Yeah, I think it's... Bowtie in a suit. Yep. Um, Kill Bill. Yep. And then there's one that I don't... There's just a guy with glasses yeah. on. Okay. Panel below that is... Pan, panel below that, we've got Spock. Uh, hold on. Where do you see Where do you see Spock? Bottom left. He says fascinating. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't catch uh, that. Okay. A warrior. The warriors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. <laughs> the Matrix. Yep. 
Snake Plissken. Yo. <laughs> which is awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, some sort of archer archetype, like possibly Robin Hood, but not. I don't know if that was just a choice of not green. The the blue person? Yeah. Mm, okay. Maybe I'm wrong there. I don't know. Uh, the female in the front, I don't recognize. Uh, Aliens. Other than Ripley. It's Ripley. Is that Ripley? Okay. Ripley. I wasn't sure if that was Ripley or Claire Redfield from Resident Evil. I nice. see Ripley. It's got to be Ripley. Okay. Ripley? All right. This is my favorite one so far. Okay. <laughs> so the next panel. Um, this is, okay, top left corner, not the one that's yeah. upside down. Who do you see there? The target acquired? Uh, nope, be right below that. Oh, right below that one. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That one. Oh, Wait, what, what page? You, it's, it's page uh, 15. With hey, the Letterman I'm, jacket? I'm with the, with the uh, it's a, like a baseball Letterman jacket. Yes. yes. You have he to look at device. You have to look. At, it's a gun. You have to look at context. Okay. Because right. right beside him is a banana. Oh, it's a banana. Right. That is Eddie Murphy from. Um, fuck, it so is. It's. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Wait, Beverly Hills Cop? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, okay. So we have the Terminator. Yep. Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. Uh, Athena, it looks. Okay. Um, I the the one that's kind of next to the Athena looking one um, looks uh, sort of like just Errol Flynn. Could be. Um, the girl in the black leather underneath of that, I don't. I don't. Know I don't one. know. It's a distinctive suit. But yeah, I don't it's know the what boob it showing. Yeah, it, I Aeon Flux. Maybe. Okay. No. Well, let's just move on to the ones we know because okay. <laughs> right below that is Marty fucking <laughs> Marty McFly. <laughs> Genghis Khan. Where do you see Genghis Khan? At the bottom. Oh, at the very bottom. Well, yeah, at the very bottom. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe not. He's not fiction. That's true. Well, no, I but don't know. Worst, I don't know. That's Maybe. someone. But um, Samurai. Kill Bill. No. Uh, no, Bruce. Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee. Sorry, we Bruce Lee. had Kill Bill. Uh, Lilu. Yep. <laughs> the guy in the suit and pants up at the top, or the shirt, sweater and pants up at the top is, I don't get that one. I, I feel like it's I feel like I know what it is but I don't kind of reminds me of Caddyshack sure could be <laughs> maybe I see Willy Wonka yeah but well yeah. To, above the guy in the blue sweater there is uh, Barbarella oh okay, my yeah. god that is such a good pull <laughs> um, and then the guy in the red uh, jumpsuit is something Flash Gordon, I think. No, it's that Sean Connery sci-fi movie. Oh, no, you're right. It is that Sean Connery oh, shit. What the hell was that? Well, it's getting Matthew. super obscure, guys. Right? It really is. <laughs> what was that called? Oh, God, I can't remember. <laughs> I like the fact that he... Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's so awesome. Underneath of that, though, is Willy Wonka and Robocop. Yep. <laughs> um, then there is the Cowardly Lion, the Tin Man, and the Scarecrow. <laughs> Uh, on the next panel or the next page, Zardoz. Thank you, Zardoz Thank is you. correct. Zardoz, <laughs> Jesus Christ. On the next page, there is a Ghostbuster. Um, oh, is that is Beetlejuice? You think it's Beetlejuice? Zorro. Zorro. It may be Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice but I'm not sure about guess. the little tie coming up the front. But probably Beetlejuice. And the guy with the lightning bolt and the um, it, blue. Oh, God. Like a twenty thousand leagues under the sea kind of looking thing because it looks like he has the armor, okay, the, like the metal plating where the the yeah. helmet would okay. go on for underwater <laughs> adventure. It's a good guess. And Captain Nemo maybe. And then the bottom of that page, there's a biker and Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, this is this that those two three pages are why I enjoyed this book. Uh, it was a where's fucking Waldo of <laughs> fictional characters. A couple of oh shit, later, there's Waldo. <laughs> there's there's the Little Mermaid and Nacho Libre and Sherlock Holmes. Wait, and wait, Nacho Libre? Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, the Luchador man. On page. Uh, oh on page shit! That's the right 17. colors. It's Nacho Libre, Sherlock Holmes, the Little Mermaid. Um, I don't know the other two though. I don't. Well, one of them I'm a little bummed. No Judge Dredd. I needed I am the law, and there was none. 
<laughs> this may be the worst couple of minutes of podcasting we've ever done because we're just looking at images and it's audio. Dude, it's a fucking read-along, man. Come on. But please, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, this podcast has really fucking come off the rails in the last little bit here. Um, Surprise. Go buy this book. Fuck you. Go buy this book and fucking read it because amidst all of this is this really charming like Silver Surfer story. Um uh, my Tiffany is very excited right now. She has she has made made the motion of she's grabbing again terrible terrible audio. What? What's going on? You think that's Fred from Scooby Doo? Ooh, Ooh, could be, could, could be. be, could be. Uh, All right. Doesn't he Good rock? A, he rocked an ascot. Whatever, he does man. rock an ascot. It might be. It the, I don't know. Tiff just got really excited and dismantled my daughter's, uh, or partially dismantled my daughter's Lego mystery machine to take Fred out of it. <laughs> and now she hit it take... with a hammer. And now it's all in pieces to get Fred. <laughs> so now we got to rebuild this shit tonight. So okay, so all of this shit happens, um, and uh, Dawn like jumps off. She says, "Help me!" And the scarecrow goes to save her. Um, because she knew that he would do that because the these characters not only informed her opinion of like being good and being right and and doing the the right thing but she knew that it would do that to these uh, um, these hordaks as well and uh, they say all right we'll give you back your shit uh, you can have all your your creativity back but uh, we just wanted to catalog it uh, because what's coming is gonna wipe out your planet and uh, you know, Couple panels later, uh, oh look, it's Ben Grimm, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy, who gets shot with a beam, and this really cool-looking villain pops up and says, uh, "You're going to be my herald, and you may go to Earth, um, and let them know that that I am coming." They took him out of his X-wing, man. They shot yeah. him down. I fucking love this book so much. It's it's a good book. Um, the I writing. Fuck, was, I just adore this book. Th this was like a Christmas special story almost. It was super like bright and happy, <laughs> mm -hmm. and like I this is totally fucking Doctor Who. Like, <laughs> Any more Doctor Who references? You, you were watching Doctor Who like binge watching it, and then you were like, I know what I'm gonna do for Silver Surfer now. I have infinite possibilities. Matt, what did you think of this book? Because Evan's a curmudgeon. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I, I definitely thought it was good. I've enjoyed the, this recent Silver Surfer, and uh, it is it is fairly Doctor Who, but that's not a bad thing to me. So it it works. Wow. So what? What? Okay. Shy of putting him in either a scarf or a weird suit, or giving him a sonic screwdriver. How he is much, in a weird suit, man. How much more did they have to do to make him, make this a Doctor Who book? Does make it him matter? English. It's good, though. It's good. It's it, all they had to do is make him he English. He could be saying, what are you on about? Or things of that nature. You know, the Dan's Speak right. It beats the Geordie. shit out of any fucking, what was it, IDW book that and, they and, came out with for Doctor Who? Not, like, they're the not Titan bad. Titan, yeah. Yeah, the Titan, Titan. the Titan comics that are doing, like, the 9th, 10th, and 11th Doctor stories right now, or the 12th. I don't even know what they're doing. They're not bad, but the, the problem with those books, the problems with, that I've always had with a Doctor Who comic book is that the characters... He wasn't silver enough. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't shiny. It was it wasn't chrome. Not fucking chrome. That's all I wanted. God, no. The the character, <clears throat> the the art is so close, but it's just not David Tennant, or it's just not Christopher Eccleston. What's, what's that enough? called? The something Horizon. Uncanny Valley. Un no, the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I think that's only in CG though. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like just images. <laughs> no. But but that theory applies. Like it's so close, and the fact that it is so close makes it so much worse that it's not. Like if it looked nothing like David Tennant, like okay, fine, just tell me it's David Tennant. He's got a suit and Converse on. Like I'm fine, you know. But I, it's it's just it's really. And this is a personal thing, maybe not for everybody, but it makes it really difficult for me to read that book. So to get that type of storytelling, but done through. The Silver Surfer, um, I think, is just really cool. It's like I would highly, highly recommend to go back and get the last thirteen issues of the book. Phenomenal run. Yeah, and it's not Absolutely like they, phenomenal. they they broke this story by changing you know anything out or restarting it from scratch. <coughs> it's just it picked up where it left off, and 
I'm happy about that. They literally it's, put it's, everything into this book, including there's a kitchen sink on the cover. I don't know if mm-hmm, you see that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Son the little uh, Fisher-Price right. phone, the face phone. <laughs> yes. Look, they, they done <laughs> good. I, they so done right good. by me. I'm happy with the book. I don't, I don't care if you're all, Dr. I, okay, no. <laughs> I grew up with the Silver Surfer. He was one of my favorite characters. Right. This is not that. No. At, not no, at it, all. It, not it even close. Not, it is not your daddy's Silver Surfer, as it were, but it is a lot closer to it than you may think. It's not your Uncle Evan's Silver Surfer. It's like if I, you go back and read that last run. Okay. It's a lot closer to it than than it may seem. It's not it's not the same. This was this was much lighter than the, than the other book stuff had before. Been. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the 2005 reboot of Silver Surfer with Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> so it's it's like the Silver Surfer that you've known for like 45 years, but it's also different and modernized. Always bring a banana to a party, Rose. Always. Always. Just this once. Everybody lives. God, that show's good. Anyway. Um so yeah, I think that about uh, that about wraps it up. I think, gentlemen, we would all uh, we would all agree. Evan, okay, so I sorry. I enjoyed the book. It gets a recommendation. I did not read it as I like. I had to take my imagery of Silver Surfer out. Would you tell right. someone else to read it if they haven't? If they read the original series, apparently yes. If they weren't a big fan of the original Silver Surfer, yes. So there you go. It was an it was an entertaining How- book. How did you feel about the artwork? Not being an All Red fan and him being a, a relatively divisive artist, how did you feel about his work in this? It was exactly what I expected it to be. Okay. Nothing has changed. I st- are are I st- your eyeballs okay? Are they still in your head? Actually, I had to take one of them out and wash it, but other than that, it was fine. I, it just seems very simplified to me. My recollection of Silver Surfer was gleaming a cosmic look, mm-hmm. and this is not that. This is mm-hmm. a white and silver guy... On a on a bookie board. Do you have recommended reading of, of your idea of the Silver Surfer? There uh, was a trade of uh not a trade. It was just a large uh book. I, f- I can't remember who the fuck did it. Some though. of the uh, I want to say was what was the first Infinity thing? Was it Infinity, the Infinity War? Gauntlet? Yeah. Well, it, it, w- it was Gauntlet. Then War. I, I forget what the rest were. He did, they did some really great stuff with the Surfer in one of the Infinity books. I can't remember, or series. I can't remember which one it was. But I, I always was loved the, the first rid- one where he was, like, going back and forth talking to, like, Adam Warlock and shit. Yeah. Like, that's it's straight 90s stuff, though. Like, that's... Well, the 70s Silver Surfer is really good stuff, too. Like, there was a lot of really weird, interesting stuff being done with the Surfer back then, too. It is Looks a, like it was Gauntlet. It's a completely different character. Mm. Yeah, which is fine. I, I just like it. They took a character that has a mythos to it, and they gave it a mythos of a completely different character. They didn't make something new. They stole stuff from someone else and threw it in this package. I, I can acknowledge that. Um, I what I, I just found the book I was talking about. Uh, Parable is really good with Silver Surfer. And yes, it's not like all that old but yeah i mean that's a really good silver surfer book if you wanted something any, a little any, more original any cosmic stuff up until uh, i'd say about 10 years ago was great I, anything uh, that involved in the space where it wasn't on <laughs> the <Earth>. space <laughs> like, well i i think they're trying to make him a little more um this accessible is, this yeah. is an all ages book yeah, you know, and uh, I can't Absolutely. blame Marvel for that, but I can see your side of it, Evan, where it's not what you grew up with. No, you could totally blame them for it. They're the I'm, ones I'm not going to, though. I'm not, I'm not going to blame Dan Slott. I'm, this, no. It's an option. Wasn't there a Silver Surfer book um, that was done? Oh, God. Um, shit. The guy who, who was drawn um, the uh, Secret War just now. Okay. I just forgot his name. Help. Alex Ross? No. Oh, he did the, the covers. In, Never mind. The interior artist. Go, go, why can none of us remember this? Greg Land. Okay. Rob Liefeld. No. <laughs> none of them. <laughs> the secret was that with the, this current one? That just R- finished. Ribbick? Assad Ribic. Didn't he do 
a, a Silver Surfer book? Very possibly. Am I crazy on that? Yeah, but well, that has yeah. nothing no, to do with uh, it. <laughs> Requ- Requiem. Silver Surfer Requiem. It's uh, Asad Ribic and Straczynski. Awesome. Yes. Awesome book. Yes. Sorry. There you go, Matt. Requiem. I'll check Good it job. out. See, okay. I, I like, I'm looking up best Silver Surfer stories, and they're only talking about the current series. Well, no, I, I looked up best Silver Surfer stories. I got a but I got I literally got everything else but the new shit. Okay. Uh, I, I hang on. Maybe it's uh, just the one link that I clicked, but okay. No, it's <laughs> it, it. No, it's very possible. <laughs> he is a great character, and he, he was really is a tortured character, which was made him who he was. Well, he I, seems okay in this well, story. <laughs> I, I got it up. Why, why, why don't you tell me if... Good if for I'm, you. Dean got it up. Yeah, I did. Well I did. It, it, my phone is now resting on my erect penis. Um, hang, wow. hang on. Hang, hang tight. I, you, you let me know if, if you guys think uh, the these books are good. Because these, this is what it's saying is noteworthy for the Silver Surfer. I'm just going to start with number 9 because number 10 is the first appearance. Um, it says uh, Silver Surfer 70 to 75, the Herald Ordeal. Yes. Uh, number 8 is Silver Surfer Judgment Day. Don't know it. Don't know that one. Okay, I guess it's something with the Terminator. He fights him yes. and blah, blah, blah. Must be uh, Silver Surfer th- number 34 to 38, the Return of Thanos. Yes. Yes. Uh, Silver Surfer 1 to 10, Galactus versus the Elders. Yep. Ooh, that that sounds familiar. Yes. Hold okay. On. Um number 5 is Silver Surfer number 4, The Good, The Bad and the Uncanny. That's mm. the uh one with Thor, Thor. right? Like yes. where Thor's yeah. about to wail on him. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Uh Silver Surfer number 3, The Power and the Prize. Uh has to do with Mephisto. I don't know. I don't know that one. Stanley, John uh Buscema and Joe Sinat. Yes. Okay. Uh, number three is Silver Surfer. Number one, the origin of the Silver Surfer. That was always a great tale. Sure. I, it, I mean, yeah. uh, number two is. It's a really cool intro story. Oh, uh, th- this is a really cool one. I obviously most people should read this one. Uh, Fantastic Four of number forty-eight to fifty, the coming of Galactus. That's a yes. pretty oh. notable one. Yes. Uh, and the first one is Silver Surfer Parable. Yeah. 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 So I mean, if 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 I we literally just listed off fucking. What was that? Nine. So yeah, go read some Silver Surfer. I and on that to. note, I think we should wrap it up. We've gone over time, damn it. Well, there is the small problem that if they were traveling even at the speed of light, if they were covering the entire universe, she would have mer- missed way more than just a year of Earth time. In fact, everybody she knew and loved would probably be dead by then. <laughs> Most likely. So with that being said, <laughs> damn like you and your science, shit going on. Announcer guys, say some stuff. Thanks again, announcer guy. And again, thank you for checking out the Paper Cuts podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you have a moment, why don't you head on over to iTunes? If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. It helps us out. And while you're there, why don't you leave us a five-star review? You know you want to. All the cool kids are doing it. It's the best thing. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Helps get more eyes and ears on the show. And that's a good thing, right? If don't, you be wanna... <laughs> don't be a square. Don't be a square. Why are you talking like the fucking man. guy oh, from Family Guy? I'm a bee, buzz, buzz, good sting you. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's devolved into that. My religion oh, center is gone. The Devo 8 has dropped. Son of a bitch. Um, no, really, if, if you have a moment, leave us a five-star review. Uh, leave a little, uh, a, a little rating or review. It really does help move, uh, move the show up the charts. It's a good thing, and it doesn't cost you a goddamn cent. If you want to get a hold of us, you can always drop us a line at mail at geekaid.com. Tell me who that guy with the arrow shirt was supposed to be. I know it's supposed to be a thing, but I can't uh, put my finger on it. If you want to get a hold of us individually... You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at GeekAidDan. You can follow Dean at... 12 Years of Chef. <laughs> Inside jokes. Oy. Kimono underscore Vestlord is what I go by in Twitter you, rings. You can follow Matt at... GeekAidMatt. And you can follow Evan... GeekAid underscore Evan. 
Join us next week when we spend the entire hour talking about the latest release from Boom Studios, B and Puppycat Volume 2. For Dean DeFalco, for Evan Goldstein, for Matt, we're not actually going to talk about that. For Matthew Much and for Dan Ryan, I am Dan Ryan. It's already on my pull list. Yeah. Fucking us up, man. If you were to invert yourself and then fire an egg out of your ass. <laughs> if one were to invert themselves and then <laughs> fire spherical uh, objects. You don't really necessarily have to invert yourself. You can just bend over. It could be a top-down photo. A top-down view. Hey, Google Maps view of an ass. Aerial anal view. Yes. <laughs> Google Maps got really specific. What episode of PCP are we on? Yeah. Why, why the Six, fuck are we 69, bother? right? No. Oh. Hey. He might be. Oh no. Let's Can we just skip look. this? That's far too. That's low hanging fruit right there. Episode 69. Know well, what that means. Uh, if you ever see in your journeys uh, a beer called Orval, it's in a very distinctive bottle. Um, yes. Popcorn. Yes. Orval Redenbacher. Orval oh, Redenbacher. That was here. not very um, good, Matt. I'm little, you're, you're, come hey, on. Now. No, I'm gonna let him have it. <laughs> no, no, that was good. Blue team it gets is, to uh, swear. I'm getting sick. That's my excuse. I'm gonna be way off. <laughs> oh no, Peter Griffin's got a mustache now. I know. It's my favorite one. So funny. <laughs> Mustachioed man quarterly. <laughs>